0: Hey, welcome
1: everybody, and we're excited that you're uh, here. Thanks for braving the cold and the snow and the ice. Uh, For those, uh, this is the uh, refuge, uh, aptly named today, based on the cold. And so we've got a combined flock uh, in here today. So we have flock three, flock one, and flock two. So flock one, two, three. It's like three, four, five camp, but one, two, three. So perfect. So we are, well, we're real happy um, that everyone's here and braved it to be here. And so we're going to have a conversation about Colossians chapter 3. But to get us started this week, as people continue to uh, come in, we're going to talk about this. So last week, unfortunately, um, uh, Sarah and I I, had a, I, I had to do work in Orlando last week. Uh, so unfortunately on Sunday we had to fly out to Orlando and spend the week there. And we had the opportunity on uh, Tuesday to take a day and go over to Epcot. So if you're familiar with Epcot, this is kind of in the area they just created. There's these beautiful uh, wooden like structures that look out towards the big uh, golf ball. And so, I mean, it was cold. We had cafe mocha. It was about 60 degrees. So you, you all know it, it was pretty cold uh, that day. Uh, and so we're sitting there. And... Just, we were waiting, there weren't a whole lot of people there, so we were waiting, and they had started, we were waiting for the fireworks that night, and they started playing uh, Kermit the Frog, Rainbow Connection. (laughs) So, you familiar, you familiar with this song? Yeah, the Rainbow Connection, Kermit the Frog, and so we were just sitting on this bench, watching the rainbow on the ball, and just, it was just one of those wonderful moments, just that peaceful moment. That was just like heaven on earth. It was just so nice to sit there uh, with each other together. And I know everybody's week was different, uh, but we did want to start this week to think about what were some things during this week, as crazy as it was with snow and everything else that was going on, what were some things that were little moments of of heaven on earth or just good things that happened? over the last week. And so what we're going to do is we're going to get into groups of six or eight. Welcome. Come on in. So groups are six to eight. And in those groups, probably not everybody will get a chance to share, but if most people would just take a moment and say, what was some good news that happened this week or just a little moment of heaven on earth? All right. So when I say go, you'll turn to four or five of your friends that are sitting near you. Say, please join my group and start talking. We'll take about six minutes to do that. Go. (laughs)
2: That. <laughs> good
1: to know. All right, so real quick, um, just a couple, a couple little pieces of good news slash heaven on earth, what did you find over the last week, just a couple, we will share what you said or what your neighbor said, yes. We
0: got to go to a wedding last night,
2: it was like friends from when mm-hmm. our girls were babies, and um, just a community, and yeah. also our, we form those relationships at West End, and it's, it's, mm-hmm.
1: this has been very full cool circle for us. That's so cool. Yeah, so just that wedding, that moment, community, those gatherings community, yep. of people, that's fantastic. Thank you. Um, i
2: I had genetic testing this week, i having a lump yes. next week. I'll come back next mm-hmm. Yay! Yes. Yeah. 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 So negative
1: is positive in this case? Correct. Yes, okay, so negative, yes, all right. That's what a blessing, what a blessing. You know, it's interesting when we, um, I, I've done a lot with the OCYG and the youth and covenant groups and huddles, and, and one of the things that we start uh, covenant groups with, almost every time, we'll start with highs and lows or happy crappy or different things like that that we'll do, I would call call happy crappy. And, you know, when you're with ninth grade boys, part of that is just to get them talking about anything, right? You talk about highs and you talk about lows. Uh, but it's also about orienting thought, right? Because when they first start in ninth grade, you say, well, what is your high for the week? Didn't have school today. What's your low for the week? I have school tomorrow. I mean, that was it, right? And so then we made a rule that you couldn't repeat what the person next to you just said, uh, which I actually had a lot of fun with that. But by the time they get to juniors and seniors, even the boys are, you know, they're talking about real stuff. So on one hand, they're saying, here is these moments this week where things went really well, and they feel transparent when things don't go well to have that conversation with each other as well. And I think that is relevant to what Paul starts with in Colossians chapter 3. Because he's asking us to think about, we're not going to do, okay, so, uh, would somebody, would you read that for me, right there, please. Yeah.
2: Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory.
1: And that, that concept that Paul's talking about, the how we view things, how we view the, the the moments around us, how we view each other, it's going to be a theme that he's going to take through the entire part of Colossians chapter 3, but I think it's also, you know, I read a lot of books, neuroscience, and Thinking and psychology, and it, it's sound psychology. What we think about really matters, and it orients what we're about on a day in and day out basis. It was Ralph Emerson who said, "We become what we think about all day long." And there's all kinds of neurochemistry that talks about what happens when we think about matters. For the brain as an organ, we've been talking about that in the in the sanctuary. And it matters in terms of how we then start to treat each other and how we view each other, which is exactly what Paul's going to get into in these next scriptures. So before we get into that, uh, a question to consider, and yes, this is the room where we have to talk to each other quite a bit, because that's just what I do when I facilitate. Um, So how does our focus change what we see? And what are some ways that you keep your mind on things above and maybe even what do you feel like that means things above how does our focus change what we see how do we keep our mind on things above you voluntarily sat next to the people that you are now in group with so would you turn back to those people and say aren't you glad you're part of my group and let's take three or four minutes to share that question please begin.
2: Everybody in front of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the It's got like a microscope or a telescope or something That's all. Whatever the output is. Because you've got 77. About one more minute, and we'll hear some thoughts. Thank <laughs> you.
1: I was reading a, uh, an article about about the brain just distance last week about how, we, how our attention works. And one of the things it talked about was, and I don't know all the all the parts of the brain and I get lost in all the different words around it. I was not a biology major by any means. But it was talking about the part of the brain that focuses in on attention. What it does for us is it actually doesn't focus on something, it dims other things. So focus is really about kind of Reducing the noise of everything else and just lasering in on on one thing, so it kind of it does change how we see things because it's you know it's diminishing the other things that are, are around it. But I'm curious thoughts around these questions: How does our focus change what we see? How have you found to keep your mind on things above? Just a couple of responses would be fantastic. And I'm re- we're recording this, so I'm going to repeat these in the microphone just so the if people are listening to the podcast, they can they can hear those answers as well. So. What would you say? There are several of us in this room that do yoga with Kimberly Edgeworth mm. here
2: on Wednesday nights. Yeah. And um, it's a great way to you know, settle yourself and your mind and mm-hmm. to be covered up in Jesus.
1: Yeah, the mindfulness and the focus and the, and the breathing and that which calms just so that those can be kind of filled up with those things, and I know a lot of you will do breath prayer prayers, um, you know, kind of that pray without ceasing, kind of breath prayers as you're driving and different things just to kind of continually keep that mind focused and centered. And, of course, there's all kinds of physical benefits to that and mental benefits to that uh, as well, which then helps, A, do what Paul's going to be talking about in the rest of this, this chapter. How about a thought from over here someone right out your neighbor? What did they say that was really cool?
0: I said that uh, we listen to upbeat music, all different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that we have tried to do is not listen to the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amen. We find out the news other ways, but we don't need to watch it
1: or listen mm-hmm. to it. Amen. Um, it is amazing how things. You know, I so you know, growing up, um, very rarely had a sick day. Uh, but you know, from time to time, I would be sick, and I'd have to go. I'd have to go home uh, and spend the day. And. My mom, like if I was sick, that that was not a play day for me. I you know, I was sick, right? So I had to sit on the couch and do the things and my mom loved to watch the soap operas. Uh, that you know, it was the the young and the restless, and the bold and the beautiful, and the, whatever else they were. And what was amazing to me is, I remember being sick, you know, periodically sick for six years in elementary school, and the stories never changed. there like <laughs> was still the same people doing the same things, the same dudes, and you know, it was like it just didn't change. The news feels that way. Like it's, you come after a week, and it's like you know, it's just kind of the same stuff, you know, again and again. It does impact what we think about, for sure. So Paul's talking about kind of what we focus on is what we see, and the mindfulness. And so he's going to get personal as he gets into this next couple of sections, when he talks about how we view others. And so our, where are our minds at as we think about how we relate to one another and how we see each other in, very, in three specific ways. So we're going to read this next passage. Then have an opportunity to uh, to think about it as well. Could somebody on this side be willing to read that words closer? Matt, would you do that?
0: Yes, sir. Thanks. Verse five, verse eleven. Because I can't see it all the way to there. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature: sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all.
1: Thank you. And so Paul is addressing three different elements in terms of the way that we view each other, and in many respects, it's objectification of people in in three different ways, right? The first way is sexual, right? He's how do you see a person? Do you see them as a person in the image of God, or do you see them as an object? Uh, to be utilized in in whatever way that you want to utilize them. So that's the first part of it, and in many respects, and he also brings up the idea that that is actually idolatry. And then he goes into how we then talk with one another, right? So how I view you changes how I'm going to speak with you. And often, you know, you can see it in media, you can see it wherever, how people talk to each other gives you a real clear idea of how they see that person. Do they talk with them with kindness and gentleness and respect, or is there raised or slander, those types? How I see you changes how I'm going to interact with you. And then the third way, he talks about other divisions in terms of how we categorize people in a different way. And he's got several categorizations that they would find themselves in at that time. Jew or Gentile, barbarian Scythian, which was a far-off place, slave or free. And Christ is saying none of that matters. It's all about, it's all about Christ, right? And so... He brings up this idea of how we see people and then how we're clothed, right? He's going to get into that more into the next passage in terms of the clothes that we wear, but it's also the lens uh, that we see. And so I thought it was appropriate to put this up for uh, the next slide, right? So I know some of you have probably been layering up uh, over the last week. I know I have on my long underwear this morning because i have found that jeans in nashville are not real jeans right they're kind of jeggings like glorified jeggings uh, we i grew up in kansas city and you know snow in the winter it was cold had kind of that midwest card of i I can deal with this and i remember it's about 10 years ago maybe longer uh, we went up for a christmas and we had a white christmas 10 inches of snow on christmas day at my mom's house and so we got the girls and we went outside. And I remember as a kid playing for what felt like hours outside in the snow. Never got cold. And within five minutes, I was like, "We need to go inside." <laughs> it was really, really cold. And so Sarah and I started calling it our Nashville jeans, right? Because it just it wasn't the right clothes for the situation that we found ourselves. And other of you know what I'm talking about. So I have I've had to turn in my Midwest card. I'm I'm pure South now. I can't take it anymore. I'm done. But the idea is is that how we clothe ourselves, how our lens is, how we see people, all of that matters in terms of our behavior and our work with each other. So uh, I have up here, so it does get personal at this point, right? So Paul's going right to it. What do we focus on? What are the idols? And he's talking about sex and speech, right? The new self that we're bringing in Christ. And then how does our behavior towards one another and how we talk to one another impact how we relate to each other, right? So how I see you changes how I interact with you. And what are some divisions that are hardest to break? The way I categorize, perhaps, people. Now, we don't have Scythian or Barbarian or Circumcised or Uncircumcised, but there are still plenty of ways that we might categorize people in terms of the county that they live in, the type of job that they have, uh, whether they're old, whether they're young, um, ethnicity, generation, all, all different ways we might categorize someone and see them differently based off of that. So let's get a little personal with each other. You've got your new best friends here in the group that we have uh, gotten to, to know. So let's kind of chat about how does our behavior towards one another and how we talk to one another impact how we relate to one another, and what are some current divisions that are hardest to break? What are some things that you find yourself maybe even thinking about, well, you know, Williamson County or, you know, Nashville or whatever it may be. Alabama, whatever it may be. What are some of those divisions that are hardest to break? I didn't have an over-under on the Roll Tides after I said that, but I think get one. All right. So again, turn to your groups. Let's have a conversation. Let's get a little personal. Please begin. <laughs>
2: I was Thank yeah. I just want to remind myself of I think that this is a great
0: We don't want to lose what they say. What
2: they say seems to, whether it's true or not, whether it's what's true or
1: or not. All right. One of the most stressful moments I've had at Otter Creek happened on a, it was a Wednesday night. It was probably 15 years ago. It was a Wednesday night. We were, we were at this building. It was when we were doing children's classes, kind of downstairs by the Cove area. And I had been assigned to teach a Wednesday night uh, class for uh, the grade that my daughter was in. So uh, Kobe was in there, and, and, and the others. And you know, it was it was a Wednesday night class. It was it was third grade. The materials are given to you. And, and I did look at the materials. Let's just say I didn't spend a whole lot of time preparing. I just figured it's Wednesday night. It's third grade. I know these kids. I've been teaching Wednesday night. I'm good. So I show up and start getting the classroom set up. And then my helper shows up for that, you know, because you always want a helper, right, in the room. Well, my helper was Gail Shrigley. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, And I immediately was like, here, yeah. here. This is. You can do this. And she was like, No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be. I'll be your helper. Today. You know, it's so like the, the beads of sweat start coming out. I remember about. I was thinking about that moment when I when I'm looking out and seeing all the different shepherds in the room that uh, I have a ton of respect for. And, and and this is kind of a hard conversation, right? Because it is getting personal. But I did want to give some of the other shepherds in the room a moment that if they wanted to speak to uh, these questions, uh, to give them that opportunity to do that. Now, they may look at me and say, no, we're good, uh, that's fine. But I think some of them might uh, want to share a couple of things in reference to this. So with that kind of set up, with any of the other shepherds want to speak to these questions or speak to what you talked about in your group on these questions.
0: I'd just like to give a shout out to all the barbarians <laughs> um, I, no, I, I, uh, I was just thinking during this whole thing, just what a wonderful job you're doing. Oh, well, thank you, Randall. I appreciate that. Uh, I think that uh, it's so
2: good
1: that we talk with one another about this because this is great stuff. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Shout out to the barbarians. That's, yes. Very nice. It, it was, it was the role I liked when we played D and liked to be a barbarian because I could do rage, uh, showing my age. Anyway, uh, yeah, barbarian. Yeah, get into the. Very cool. All right. So, Alan, I think you know that uh, the shepherds are super concerned
2: and have already been specifically praying about this election year and what it can do to this Mm -hmm. flock. And, you know, our prayer is that we just rise above this whole thing, way above this whole thing. But it's a real thing.
1: It is, yeah. The tribalism and how we divide up and then start to see people differently based off of how they vote. Uh, You know, it definitely something to be crying about
0: for sure. Yeah, Phil. I was going to comment on the same thing, and we talked about it just a little bit in our group here, Uh, and that is that probably the, the thing across the country that is just tearing the country apart is liberal, conservative, political views, the reaction when we talked about not listening to the news, and what we tend to do is just put people in boxes. If you believe this one thing, then you must believe these other 12 or 15 Mm -hmm. and therefore I reject you. And how much effort it is to really get to know a person and understand them as a person. And we're all complicated, Mm. but it takes a lot of effort and a lot of work to really get to know each other at an individual level. But that's what we're called to do, and that's part of what this is about. It really really is, Phil, And, and
1: Paul's going to get into that in the very next section. And it's important to remember that what he's asking for here is not easy. It's hard, right? Because you can look at it and say, you know, kindness and respect and these type of things might be soft skills, but they're quite hard, particularly in in today's world. And when we talk about how can we be different, right, how can we show a difference for people, this is one way in which we really can uh, show a difference uh, for others. I would would just add that I I think it it starts in our homes.
2: You know, we, we, we try to live it out here. Within our community of Otter Creek. Right. But I think it starts in our homes too, mm-hmm. and just how we talk, how we talk to one another, but how we talk about other people as well. Mm. And, and if we aren't careful, you know, those conversations easily bleed into how then I see another person. And I think if we concentrate and think about the types of conversations that, that we have in our homes, whatever our home looks like, then I think that sets the tone for how we go and live our lives in the
1: community that we're a part of. You know, I think of an analogy I heard once about that, Jamin, paint versus stain. You know, so paint just covers up, stain gets into the wood. And we're not talking about paint here. We're not just painting things over and pretending when we're out here to be one way, but it's stain, right? It has to seep into the actual structure of the wood Make changes who we are, and that starts in the home, which is Paul's going to get to in this chapter too. Right? He's going to talk about the home because it all relates. You know, how you see people, how you treat with each other, what we're going to do instead, and then let's get really personal. Let's talk about your house. Let's talk about your home because it starts. It starts right there. So in the next section, he says, okay, if this is what we're not going to do. Then we have an opportunity to get to the next section where he's talking about how we are going to clothe ourselves. What clothing are we going to put on that is uh,
0: appropriate? And Phil, would you be willing to read uh, from there? Thank you. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive us, the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Keep going for me. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom Through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Amen. Yeah, let it it be so.
1: Which is impossible to do these things if we haven't stopped the other, right? If I still objectify, if I still this, it's, it's hard to do this if I haven't done that, but this is then the core strength that we that we work on that we start to start to play around with. And, and I do think of these as kind of core things, right? You know, so uh, you know, you know, building up your core, I remember when I turned 40, I decided I wanted to work on my, my core strength. Right? And I and I wasn't really I didn't plan it out very well, but I did get the if you remember back in the day, it was a PX90, the yeah, PX90 tapes or CDs or whatever, I got a copy of those. And without any, like, they had a pre-assessment and stuff you were supposed to do, and I didn't do any of that. Um, I just did alphabetical, and the first video was called Ab Ripper. So I started Ab Ripper. And uh, about ten minutes into it, I found I was literally laying on the floor. And I couldn't move. Like, my body, like, the lizard brain just shut me down. It goes, I don't know what's going on up there, but he is not you know, so it just shut down the lower half of my body. And just in a great moment, Sarah comes out from the other room, she's like, what's going on? I said, I can't feel anything from from the chest down. She's like, that sounds like a problem, and she just left. Like, she just kept on walking. But these are all core strengths, like you have to have a strong core, right? It has to be strong right in the middle in order for everything else to work uh, for this process. And so as you think about, there's a lot of things there, but how can we support each other in wearing these new clothes what virtue and, and this is a question that I'm, I'm curious to hear what virtues or vices or spiritual practices would you desire greater insight or help navigating in the future? so as your shepherd, what core do you want to work on like, what do we need to focus on? what are some things that if we if we work here it's going to impact everything else is it's you know what, what are some of those things that I would be curious to hear and I think the other shepherds would as well that we could lean into, we could pray about, we could work on. Together, so how do we support each other in wearing these new clothes? And then, what are some practices or spiritual practices that we would desire greater insight into or help navigating in uh, the future? So, those are the two questions. So, we're going to have another. Okay, good. We're going to have another four or five minute discussion uh, around these things. As you get going, I'm going to go ahead and scroll the uh, the. PowerPoint back so you can see the passages uh, and you can see the different things that Paul is talking about. There is a lot there. Way too much to do in 45 minutes on a Sunday morning, but I'm going to kind of get these up so you can see these as you're having these conversations. All right, If you would turn back to your group, say, it's me again. And have that conversation please begin. (laughs) It's <laughs> action
2: Think about one more minute on this. We did. <laughs> we did once, though. <laughs> we, <did. laughs> we, <did. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> we never got to the <laughs> <we> started. <laughs> we started. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So <coughs>
2: Something that I have a curiosity
1: about like what you would say in these particular areas, and I know perhaps the other shepherds would as well. And so get that information back to us. Like, Where should we focus? What type of areas do we need to uh, work on those spiritual practices or areas that we want to be better? Because just, you know, we're going to have to navigate a year ahead, and to let all these things, that peace rule in our hearts, is not going to be an easy thing. Uh, it's a hard thing, but it's something that's available to us right, as we do it. So uh, as we uh, get into, never really knew exactly when we're supposed to end with the change schedule today, but we are going to get really personal. As Jamie talked about, all this does start in the home. That's exactly what Paul talks about. And as you read this passage, uh, understanding kind of the idea of what a typical Roman household would look like, which was very patriarchal, Uh, it was whatever the man said went. And so when you look at this passage, There's quite a bit of radicalism within Paul as he's talking about how, again, how we view people matters. Do I see them as subjects to me, or do I see them as members of a family? Do I see them as people that I should care for, as Christ cares for? It's a a lot of focus on a change of nature of that Roman household as we read this particular uh, passage. But you all can read faster than someone could read, so just kind of read through uh, what he's saying here as we go through all the way down particularly as you get to the last uh, verse there, 25. So just take a moment and read through that. here that's radical for the day it doesn't seem radical for us now as we're reading it but for the day it was quite radical as he's shifting the focus of that Roman household away from the patriarchy and more towards a Christ-centered approach to it um, the you know he gets really personal as he's talking about and there's a lot of changes here and there's a lot of challenges for each member of that household as they react to what he's asking them to do uh, for, for the husbands to not rule over right. But to serve as Christ uh, for the children, you know, just all of those aspects, there's, there's quite a bit of changes that are happening within that particular area. The passage is one that um, we have like a minute <laughs> before we're supposed to uh, finish up. But uh, as I do that, I'm going to just go ahead and finish up the session, finish up the chapter, if you will. A couple of things to think about, and then uh, we have a transition over to worship uh, together. So, uh, so quick recap. Chapter 1, Christ is King. Chapter 2, we are free because of the King. Chapter 3, here's what it looks like to live with that consciousness. And so, as you think about this next week, you know, we started off with good news or, or moments of heaven on earth because that orients our brain around what we're focusing on and what we're thinking about. And so then we go to the next passage, and we don't see people as objects, so I'm not going to objectify them, I'm not going to slander them, I'm not going to see divisions, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to put on new clothes, right? And those new clothes changes how, at my core, I interact with other people around me, right? With the peace, uh, with the love, with the things that Paul is asking for, and, as was mentioned, that starts right with everybody I interact with. So whatever our home looks like, whether it's just just me and the dog and the cat, or if it's me and a a roommate, if it's a a family, whatever it is that changes from the inside how I interact with everybody, particularly those that are closest to me. So it was fun to have flock one, two, three uh, together. <laughs> 123rd flock at our uh, Creek together this morning. Uh, we're going to conclude here. Uh, I do want to end in a prayer and then we'll transition over to worship. Would one of the shepherds want to close us out in prayer? Jay's the only one that had to talk. Jay, to close she us out
2: talks. in prayer. That's so, that's so good.
0: <laughs> Dear God, we thank you for the blessings of the day. We thank you for keeping us safe and warm. We thank you for all that you give us. We thank you for this church, Father. We ask as we go forward to
1: worship you that we do so just being reminded of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. Give us peace and strength and mercy in all things. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Blessings. Peace.